The Hard Shoulder with Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Well, it's one of my favourite times of the week when my reviewer pals, Sue Murphy of Off the Ball, and the old bean himself, John Keller, a producer, former director of film classification, join me to look ahead to the week's t- uh, movie releases and the best on the box. And and let's start with you, Sue. First of all, uh, congratulations. <laughs> You're expecting a new arrival yes. in January. Yes. Right. <laughs> So I'm, I'm just, surprised. I'm actually, as as my, my, my computer <laughs> mind is working the maternity leave right now, and when it'll start. I should have asked you first. <laughs> no, when it'll start and so on. Congratulations. Thank so you very this, much. And this is your first baby. It's my first, yeah. And, and to you, Michael, congratulations. Yes, thank you so and, much. <laughs> uh, and I hope it's it's not too difficult a pregnancy. Uh, it's just the sickness. I haven't been eating much except mashed potato and calippos. Oh Right. But I'm starting to get hungry. Now I've moved to the hungry side, so I eat okay. a full meal and then five minutes later I'm starving again. All oh, right. Well, so, at least yeah. you're not throwing it up. That's <laughs> uh, All right. No. Now, well, the reason we, I, I introduced that interlude is A, to congratulate you and say we share your delight. But secondly, this is the consequences of Love Island. This is what <laughs> I feel. This is where it all ends up. Uh, people don't take my advice about contraception. So we are moving to the finale of of oh Love Island next Monday at 9pm. Yes. Now, l- last, was it last? Last no, night. Monday night. Monday mm. night. Apparently, it all kicked off, didn't no, it? No, it was last night that it right. all kicked off. A row. So, huge row. So, um, if you haven't been watching it, Anna and Jordan have been coupled up. Um, he's asked her to be his girlfriend. So, they've moved kind of it, that they were serious enough that they were going to continue on the outside. But... Um, he hit on someone else. He hit on someone else. So he decided, in front of her, <laughs> I couldn't believe it, he decided that he liked this other girl and he was going to check out how she felt the same about him. So he went over to the two, like she's in a couple with somebody else. Mm-hmm. He took her away from the guy that she's coupled up with and went to the other side of the villa where, which is pretty much in plain view of where Anna can and? see them. And your one kind of let him down gently and was like, yeah, I see you as a mate. And he went, a mate? And then just in that moment happened, somebody had told Anna and she came storming across. No, that's the bit I saw where Anna oh. comes down saying, oh, and he's saying, like, what's the big deal? Like, what's we're just having a conversation. Deal? And say, what's the big deal? We're coupled up and we're going to do this, that and the other. He's like, technically, like he'd gone beyond the, just the coupling. Yes. He'd asked her to be his girlfriend and he'd gone and asked another now, did, girl. Did others take sides? Because this is oh. the other thing that happens. People pile in for her, against yeah. her, him. Yeah, when they were cut off at the end of the argument, which is great because you'll have to find out tomorrow or tonight how it goes. Like did Maura st- stick her oar in? Maura was the one. So what had happened was Curtis had told Maura that this was happening. Maura went and told Anna and then oh, Anna stormed oh. across the villa, which was all very entertaining. Nothing but worse the, than a busybody. The women say. the women just went around him like wolves. Like and none yeah. of, the guys just all disappeared. Mm. But it was I I'm sorry, it's so I shouldn't be entertaining, but you're literally hanging on the edge of your seat for all of those moments. But <laughs> we are moving towards the end yes. of this. There's mm-hmm. two points is A Yeah. We are moving towards Love Island, USA. Yes. Yeah. Secondly, it has been announced there's going to be a winter Love Island on uh, mm-hmm. uh ITV Virgin, all the rest of it. Yeah. Um in January. Yeah. I know. I mean, when is enough enough? I, d- I don't know if you should do that. I think it like it's like the Bake Off. When you have just one series yep. of a year, it's a nice amount and people enjoy it and then it goes away and you're ready for the next series when it comes around. Now it just seems like you're going to have massive stints have to of it. I ask you, who's going to win? <sighs> top guy, top woman. I think more on Curtis at the moment. Tommy and Molly May are favourites. They were one to two favourites mm. to take home. 
Um, Jordan and Anna were in there for a while, but they're obviously going to be gone now mm. after tonight. I'd say that's going to change. But sorry, you but don't you don't have to vote for you can vote top man, can't you? Well, you can't and vote in Ireland. That's what's really you know, annoying. Accept that. Accept so that. Um, you you vote for your favorite couple. So every time you vote for your favorite couple, the couples with the least votes are the ones who goes out. Yes, no, so, but no, but at the end of the day, if one man gets more votes, isn't that right? Like you can vote for a top man or does it have to be a couple? It's a couple. Oh, yeah, right, so okay. the, the couple voted by favourites by the audience. They basically get two cards and one side says money and the other side says love. If the two of them pick love, they split the money. If one says money and one says love, the person who says money gets all the money and if they both say money, nobody gets the money. Well, I wouldn't need to hesitate so. too long which way I'd be turning <laughs> Well, we the all card. know which way okay. you're going. <laughs> <laughs> ching, ching. All right. <laughs> So you think Maura I and think Kirst Maura, are going to win? Maura is really well liked right. and I think when she came into the villa it was uh, six weeks ago and everyone just really talked to her so okay. I, I think the audience well, really if, likes if her. If Maura is representational of the modern Ireland I'm turning out the lights and leaving right now. I wouldn't. Um, I think she's a queen. Is this, is this a TV <laughs> programme that's currently... Well, John, we're, we're, going to come to, we're, we're going to come to horrible histories. Uh, Rotten <laughs> Romans the movie. Uh, it's more your taste, I hope. Um, because uh, 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 this is your first movie pick this week. What's the synopsis, first of all? Well, it's, it's, you're, you may or may not be familiar. There are many, many people are with the books. The books called the, the Horrible Histories that have sold over 30 million. I'm not, but many people are and they love them. Um, Horrible Histories uh, by Terry Deary and this is the first sort of movie version. There have been TV series but this is the first movie version and it gets from me a firm thumbs down. It is absolutely wonderful. The trailer even looked terrible. Okay. It is, yeah. Okay. Terrible. I, I've, I've, I've read your notes mm. about it but just, just because I okay. do indulge in things that I don't like yeah. and, and, and you keep going no, regardless. You like a good story. <laughs> you like a good story. No, no. The point, yeah. the point is this. Is it like the just so I get the genre of comedy that it's intended for, is it like kind of slapstick carry-on films, or what? Where, or is yeah. it Monty Python, no. or what is it? It's like? a very good question. It's he, the guy who directed it, Dominic uh, Brigstock, actually so, uh, sort of prepped Monty Python. I can't believe that he did. It's got nothing in common with Life of Brian. It has got common in common, maybe with carry with the carry on, except for the jokes. It doesn't have any jokes. It's just unfunny. It's flat, and it's also, and the word is appropriate, flatulent. It's full of toilet humor. It's it's. There's re- nothing wrong with a bit of toilet humor. Ah, just, I mean, if, <laughs> if, if, if I it's like good, childish kind of image. Yeah, but it's got to be funny. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. You know <laughs> yeah, that kind of. Right. Let's get a laugh. Yeah, this this goes again. a little bit beyond that. You know? <laughs> Does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So John's notes read, this movie really tanks. It's unfunny. It's tacky. <laughs> it's tedious. It reeks of crude toilet humour. Yuck. Well, get off the fence anyway, John. <laughs> <laughs> A bit on the one hand, on the other. Yeah, yeah. But it's, 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 it could have been so good. I was speaking to Sue before the, pro- before the programme this evening. And we, 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 I mean, we agreed, like, it could have been... Really? Uh, have, you, have you seen it? I've seen the series on okay. TV, and the series is brilliant. The kids' series right. that was on, I think it was BBC. Doesn't sound too, uh, too big on. a leap to get it from TV to uh, the big screen. Yeah. I don't know how they got it so wrong. Yeah, Kim Cattrall, what's the cast like? The cast is okay. Kim Cattrall is actually very good playing um, Nero's mother. Um, uh, Amelia Jones plays the kind of the female lead, and um, you'd probably remember him from Game of Thrones, Sebastian Croft. He was the Indeed. young um, Ned Stark. <laughs> Okay, yeah. uh, so it, does it get a one out of five? Uh, it scrapes, a, uh, it gets a one. 
Okay. Would you yeah. give it one? I, I, I'd give it one, yeah. Generous. <laughs> and Being is generous. It, is it too long <laughs> as well? No, it's not no. actually too long. Well, it's a great line half a star. You see, the Romans come to Britain, so it's kind of... Like, and does it have a, a, you know, leaving aside the unfunniness of it, does it have a beginning, middle and end? Does yes, it, it does. have a storyline? Oh, yeah, it does. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the, and is it aimed at a British audience? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Very much. And the British okay. are revolting against the Roman, against the EU. Okay. So there's a Brexit kind of... Ah. Under, not, not deliberate. I'm putting that in to make it sound more interesting. <laughs> okay. All right. So a... a a, a stingy one out of five for horrible the horrible histories rotten romans the movie um so definitely go see that okay <laughs> uh, your next tv pick is from netflix uh, from wednesday the great hack yeah i've just watched a uh, half an hour of this before i came in here um so I'm, I presume you're familiar with the Cambridge Analytica scandal, which was basically that all of these social networks were targeting voters in a certain way. In the 2016 US election, presidential. Trump, okay. Yeah, and from Brexit. But it turns out they were involved in way more elections than that, according to this documentary. Um, it's an hour and a half long piece. Very, very stylized documentary. Looks incredible. Borderline looks like a film. It looks that good. Um, two directors. Like, does it have a drama, characters, or is it's, it like got a narrator? They're trying. It's uh, like from what I've seen, they're trying to set up the good and the bad in this of like who's uh, like good and who's bad. But the narrative is very murky because there is literally so much detail to go into this. They're talking about bi- they're talking about big data, and data has become the biggest selling point for a lot of companies now. It moved past oil, I think, last year is one of the biggest selling points. Basically, if you can mine this information, mm-hmm. this is how you can target people to think that to think in a certain way and they're using it governments are using it I think there was a massive amount of money in the Facebook election with Trump compared to how much Hillary was putting mm-hmm, into it mm-hmm. it's very scary but they, they do a great job in the first 20 minutes of quite, setting it would up would you need to be a bit of a geek to understand not it? really that's what I was going to say they actually do a very good job of explaining if you're connected to this and you have this kind of channel and you use this kind of social network here is all of the information that you are essentially giving away to companies and that company is going to use your profile and sell your information and it's terrifying basically the the guy who was the, it's um a guy who took out a case against uh, Facebook at one stage, he's basically saying that by the time his children are going to be adults, every part of their life will be data mined. Everything will... Okay. And just tell me, I'm sitting on the sofa, it's 10 o'clock on a Saturday night, Mm. and... If, if I want to just be entertained or if I want to be educated about data and insights into data, yeah. what would be my motivation for watching it? It's more about education, but I okay. really think that people... Well, that isn't, I'm not knocking that, but yeah. maybe you should watch it when you're in a more serious I frame of mind. I actually think it's important to watch it because it, it, it really okay. gives you an example of where all of the information you were just blindly given away on the internet, where it's all going. And it's kind of terrifying to be honest. And also the big brother element of it that you don't realise you're giving it away and being categorised as data with all your records. All your information has been sold. All right. It's It's a great hack. Fascinating. It's it's, uh, from uh, tonight on It's already on Netflix now, yeah. All right. Uh, Your next movie pick, let's hope it does a little bit better, The Current War. Well, I can't give it much better because I haven't seen it. They didn't have a press screening for this movie, which opens on Friday, uh, which sometimes is a signal. But I don't think it is in this case because I've seen the trailer and it does look interesting. And the story is terrific. This is the true... It's called the current war because it's not the, the present war. It's the electric current war. It's the competition, the intense rivalry between two sort of industrialist uh, entrepreneurs uh, in the late 19th century Uh, Thomas Edison and George Westinghouse and they were fighting in a race to light up the New York power grid and all of America and uh, actually Edison said the man who controls that current 
controls the future. And it was vicious. It was really nasty. Uh, because my understanding, you know, my knowledge, limited knowledge, is Thomas Edison uh, invented the light bulb and electricity and so on. Like George Westinghouse, who seems to have been the guy who had ACDC, is it? Uh, well, like alternative had, current, which prevailed, yeah, they had one rather each. than direct current, right? They, they, yeah, exactly. They had one each. Uh, Edison was a champion of direct current and and uh, Westinghouse was a champion of alternating current. And but it was the latter which yeah, won through. Which was, yeah, exactly. It, was, it produced a higher and actually potentially more deadly voltage. It could travel much faster. Okay. Uh, but there were some awful kind of things. Like, you know, in, in the race, kind of people were getting killed. There was, uh, and there was financiers involved? Yes, well, Westinghouse was a financier. Well, actually, there was J.P. Morgan, the huge Who went on to be, yeah. Who went on to be. And um, it's it's... I mean, great cast. Benedict Cumberbatch, Michael Shannon, um, Tom Holland. Right. I, you, you can't give it a mark, but you, you are saying it's worth a watch. I, I, think, it, I think it is. I'm going okay. to go to it, Okay, definitely. and you probably go three times. All right. <laughs> now, your TV movie that you picked is The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas on Friday night, 11.05 on BBC Two. I think uh, this is a war film, isn't it? It's a, so, yes, it's a Nazi kind of prison camp um, film. It's written by our own John Boyne. Uh, the story by John Boyne, and it's it's set in World War Two. Story of Bruno, who's eight years old, and he's the son of the camp commandant. He's Jew. No, no, no he, he's, he's absolutely not. not. Oh, oh, but right. he fall, he becomes friendly with a little boy who's on the other side. All they right. don't know what's on the other side of the war, but you know there are absolutely unexpected consequences. Um, and then the truth emerges as to what's actually going. It's Auschwitz by yeah, any other yeah, name. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it 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 it, it uh, is an uplifting. It is. It's a good yeah, story. I like of, you know. I like I like to be a tearjerker. I like a grim. You like it? Yes, I think I will. Go like cry. It. The story of I innocence. think I have seen it. Innocence and good and evil. You like that? Right. It reminds me of you too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which is which. All right. Uh, my thanks uh, to uh, uh, the all loved up uh, Sue Murphy <laughs> after Love Island of Off the Ball. Right. And John Keller who's much the same as he's always been <laughs> uh, thank you both uh, for that excellent review 